Hello, hello there. My name is Maureen with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two E's. It's time for a summer vacation and as always, I'm accompanied by my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. It's nice to see you and it's nice to embark on our latest journey through the stars. What are we covering today, Corey? Could you lay it out for the listeners? We are covering uh, Star Wars' latest Lego adventure. Yes, the latest Lego holiday special. Not quite the holiday special. No. But not Christmas themed anyway. Nope. Not the Halloween special. Not the Halloween special. It's the... Summer vacation. The summer vacation. The summer holiday special. Yes. Marketed as the Lego Star Wars summer vacation hitting Disney Plus on August 5th, 2022. So not very far from when we're recording this. No. About 10 days. Yeah. Pretty good and for us. we're going to go through the plot. We're going to talk about the events just for half of this episode. And for the other half, we will be talking about the newest Star Wars live action with real people yes. show that's going to hit the airwaves of Disney Plus. It is uh, Star Wars Andor. Correct. You've just seen the trailer for it, I believe. I have indeed. And we'll talk about the cast we'll talk about the events we'll talk about the pushback of the series and we'll talk about what we can expect from it however in accordance with lego star wars you love a bit of lego star wars i do indeed Corey. you love lego and you love star wars correct and so do i so because of that i've been to not a sponsor <laughs> but i've been to smith's toy superstores again not a sponsor other toy retailers are available yeah unless it's toys R us because they've closed down Yes. Well, you can't go to Toys R Us. Don't, well, it doesn't exist in the UK anyway. In the UK, some that exist in Canada. There's yeah, some franchises say. in the US and yeah. stuff that still have enough money to be able to run independently. But they have closed down in the UK, which I just I just shatters me. I'm so sad about that. I love to. You know what? No, no, no. <laughs> you can laugh, Corey. But going to the Toys R Us as a kid was like the dream. You know, you got a twenty, you got like a twenty pound note or whatever. You got like a ten bob note. You go down to the Toys R Us and you get to pick a couple of toys. Oh, it was, oh, it was like a dream, Corey. It was like the best thing ever. However, because Toys R Us has closed down, yes. I've had to go to Smith's. Yeah. And I went down to the retail park, went to the Smith's toys, and I bought Lego Star Wars uh, Snow Trooper Battle Pack for about twelve quid. Yeah. Uh, Thirty. Well, no, probably about fourteen quid because it was thirteen ninety nine. About fourteen quid. So make your own conclusions there on how extortionate that is. Because I was in the I was in the shop with you and I was telling you how extortionate it was, but I'm going to be building this as we're talking about it. Yes. So hopefully, how long it can take me? Will it take me the rest of this episode to do? Probably. Yeah. Considering I can't. Oh no, I can get into the box. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to get started, okay. and you can talk about the events of this special. Okay. So, we're greeted as usual by all the normal. Here's the Star Wars intro. Here's all the Lego heads that are replacing the live action faces we get, and here we are. On a nice little, nice little spaceship, Lando Carizian is a instructions. Instructions there, Corey. There you are. As you can see, instructions. You're going to need them. I will. Um, we're on, you know, nice bit of nice bit of Lando's there. Not in person, he's there as a nice little hologram. Nice voice by Billy D. Williams, the returning Billy D. Williams. Exactly. Lovely. You know, telling everyone to, uh, oh, we hope you enjoy your journey on the, what's the spaceship called again? The Halcyon. Thank you. And uh, we're getting it off. It's actually real. It's actually, you know, there's a Star Wars hotel in Disneyland that's called the Halcyon. It's based off oh, okay. the ship. Well, no, the ship here is based off the actual yeah. one. It's supposed to be like a Star Wars hotel anyway. So. Oh, fair enough. And uh, we meet all the guys that you usually see. Who's all in, who do we have? Who's in the gang? All, all the uh, late Skywalker saga characters you're going to see. Yep. Finn. Sequel characters. Exactly. Finn is there. Ray is there. Poe is there. And is it? It's not Chewbacca. No. Chewbacca is there. Three PO and R two D two. Also making BB-8. an appearance. Yeah. Because they always make an appearance. Yeah. Can't have C three PO without Anthony <laughs> Daniels. He will die doing this role. Yeah. Everyone. Oh, yes. every, all the favourites from the sequel. I've laid so all the all pieces there. out. I've laid all the pieces out. Lego update. I've okay. laid all the pieces out. I'm going to start the instructions right now. Okay. So we get there. And they're all kind of going through what's going on. Poe's making a list of what he wants to do. He's rattling off all these things. Finn goes off and goes, you know what? I'll check us in. Finn turns around. Everyone's disappeared. Everyone's gone. They've left him. He's been abandoned by all his mates who were somewhere on this ship. Now, this brings an upset to Finn. Finn is a man who wants to spend time with his friends. He's booked this holiday, as he says, and he wants to spend time when everyone's disappeared, wherever he's gone. I've got a snow trooper here. I built a snow trooper. <laughs> Good start. What are we going to name him? Um, 
Mm. Come on, think of a name, Corey, for this snow trooper. Humble snow trooper. Humble snow trooper. Working nine to five on Hoth or wherever he is, snowy planet, wherever he's working, positioned, mm. wife and kids at home. You know, working working his working his day job in the Imperial Army Armed Forces. <laughs> What's his name? Smith. Smith. There you go. Um, Smith the snow trooper. Yes, exactly. So Finn, Finn is upset. All of his friends have left him. He's upset. And so he goes, as a normal person would do, to the bar. Goes as to he go, would, as he would. <laughs> goes, goes and gets a drink. Less um, Lego bar. Have you noticed how he can't... <laughs> the glass is like, he's got yeah. Lego hands and he can't pick up the... That was funny. Um, goes to the bar and orders a drink from the robot barman. Um, asks for any, what was it, like, what's best for when your friends have left you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sat there with his drink in his hand. Um, and... Ghost, Force Ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi appears next he to He does. Him. Hello there. Hawaii- he even says hello he there. He does. Hawaiian shirt clad Obi-Wan Kenobi's there. He's on vacation as well. He is on vacation. Second Snow Trooper. What's his name? Um, hmm. I'm at the minifigure stage, Corey. Sarah. Sarah. I'm making it a woman. Right, Sarah. There you go. Yeah, he's a woman. <laughs> Sarah. Um... So Obi-Wan was there, and Obi-Wan was like, oh, I felt a Jedi in distress. Mm-hmm. Um, and Again, it's... they tease the fact that Finn's Force-sensitive yeah. in this. They yeah. Doing that. They see, see I was thinking that. Skywalker, and they're continuing that. Thread. I was thinking that. I was like, how can Finn see him? That just seemed a bit weird, but anyway. Um, yeah. So they're there, and Obi-Wan's like, you need to learn to relax. I relaxed before. Mm-hmm. And then we get a nice little story of how Obi-Wan can Obi yeah, relaxed. it takes us back to the years where Obi-Wan was in hiding on yeah. Tatooine. <laughs> flashback yep. this is what these these specials often do yes they give us a premise and they use that premise to tell three or four stories yeah. about different characters and their experiences third snow trooper nice name things you're gonna name him look at him he looks like a hard-working fella this guy is he a man yes he, no he's a woman oh it's another woman it's another woman what's uh, her name michelle michelle there you go michelle the snow trooper but yeah, so Obi-Wan is now describing this place. Funny enough, starts off like Finn, goes to a bar. Yeah. And uh, this woman turns up, mm-hmm. right? And she's uh, she's being followed. Now... Rebel spy yeah. turns up. Now, stormtroopers aren't necessarily known for their brains. No, no. Because they not. follow her in. They're running behind her. And then they go, who are you? It's like, you've just been running after her. <laughs> like, she's, as you can tell, she's just run into this bar and just like... Quickly gone to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am your wife. Like pretend she I'm your wife. Obi Wan. She gets Obi Wan to pretend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, classic force. A little bit, a little bit of a force mind, mind tricks. trick. Yes. Not the spy you're looking yes. for. Yes. Have a good holiday. Yes. And uh, Obi Wan. Scout trooper. This guy. Is, is that a man or woman? Is he a man? Yes, he's a man. Uh. Scout trooper. This guy. Snow. Snow scout trooper. It's a good name for a scout trooper. What does he look like to you? John. John. So Obi-Wan is infatuated with this woman he's just met and decides... Is, is, you know, he, is he? Well, he's like, you know what? I could stay, yeah. I could stay here at this bar, but I'm going to... Help you. Go with you, even though I'm in hiding, but it's not... Risk a, my yeah. cover. <laughs> I'm going to go with you instead. Go with you. Even though he wouldn't help... He wouldn't help... <laughs> no. Princess Leia. <laughs> Princess Leia got kidnapped by Inquisitors in the Obi-Wan series, and he wouldn't yeah. help. No. Until Bail Organa had to come to Tatooine and beg him. Yeah. But this woman says, oh, help me. I'm trying to help the rebels with this one shipment of what coaxium, coaxium, yeah. coaxium from Solo. And he's like, all right, I'm raw. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he's in. Yeah. He's in immediately. And uh, they fly away. They, and uh, they have a nice little while. We'll go to, they go to Jabba's we'll go palace. They go to Jabba's palace. He's having like a birthday party. He's having a birthday barbecue because it's his birthday. Yes. Which and is, all of his friends are there. Yes, which is definitely what Jabba Hutt would do. He would. He's a party man. He's <laughs> a party man. <laughs> and we get Obi-Wan's nice little holiday, which is essentially Obi-Wan is forced to sing. Yeah. Do a nice vocal performance. Gamorian girls is yes. what he sings. And all the Gamorian guys. Yes. The Gamorian guards are there. And he distracts them with his song. His beautiful singing. He does. And he lets, he, lets, he lets the woman know whenever someone's happening. He says stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. When, when they appear. To, he gets the stormtroopers dancing. He does. He gets the imperial officers dancing. Correct. He gets everybody dancing. Gets Jabba dancing. Gets Jabba dancing. Gets Boba Fett dancing. He does. You know, well, Boba Fett's forced to dance. It's James Arnold Taylor, yeah, he's forced <laughs> to dance. But it's that's also that's the Buddy Baker who does the clones yes. in Clone Wars, which is cool. And uh, she nicks the Coaxium. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Goes back to where everyone tells him to wrap it up, and everyone does a nice little spin flourish, and off he comes does. a jacket. Off comes a ja- off comes a big coat that and she's wearing, and, and all the coactions exposed, and they get chased down by the stormtroopers. They, they have to take the skiff yes. away, but they're chased by Boba Fett in Slave Correct. One to the Boba Fett theme <laughs> tune from Book. Did you hear that? Yeah, the Book of Boba Fett. It goes Boba Fett, do 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 do, like that. And Boba Fett's chasing them in Slave One, and they have to get away sharpish. Yes. They managed to do that. Boba Fett's stuck in the floor. He is stuck in the floor. Um, How did he stuck in the floor? Did he crash? I don't know if he crashed. I can't remember. I, 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 I think I looked away for a split second, and I thought he was stuck in the floor. And I oh, thought, oh right. okay. Fair enough. And um, Toast Jabber is coming back. What's the ass? I forgot. What, Jabber asked him to get something. What is it? Oh, he got more ice. That was it. I asked him to get he ice. Said, yeah, he said to get more ice for the party. Yes. So. And uh, that's Obi-Wan's tale done. He tells Finn, you need to just en- be in the moment, enjoy the moment. Which is nice because that's what Qui-Gon told him. Yes. Do you remember in Phantom Menace, he was like, don't centre on your anxieties, Obi-Wan. Be, here in the- be in the here and now where you belong. There's a lot of callbacks yes. um, in this. And so Finn's like, okay, I can do that. Yeah, be in the moment. And so he goes back in the hallway, finds his friends and gets shoved in a ship. He and does. flown away. Doesn't he- Wait, is that where he finds a ray by the pool or something and Ray's asleep? Uh, is that later? Is that later? Yes. It might. I remember is. It's eventually he finds like Rose and everyone, and they're running away from from Poe. From Poe, who's doing his rampant holiday. Yes. Shenanigans. Yeah. Trying to get him to take a tour of the trash compactor or something yes. like that, and then he goes right quick, and they go quick hide in here or whatever, yeah. something like that, and then Finn gets shoved into a shuttle and has yes. to fly down and the to shuttle their, flies off. Yeah. To their latest destination. Yes. Which is scary. Exactly. So Finn's now on a beach. Yeah. Notice how they keep it. With the ca- they keep with the cannon. <laughs> yeah. Because for some reason Lego Star Wars is really good at that. Often, sometimes better than actual Star Wars is good at it. That they say that Scarif has been recently restored by yeah. something like, like he says, like uh, terraforming or whatever. Because last time we saw Scarif, it was shot by the Death Star. Yeah. But not blown up because it was the Death Star at first reactor capacity, which only you know makes the basically Chernobyl's the planet. Yeah. So it's unlivable for thousands of years. Yeah. But now they've somehow managed to terraform the surface to make it livable again. So the beaches are, you know, back online. Yeah. And the the whole Scarif Citadel has been turned into like a hotel or something like that. Yeah. Which I thought was a nice way to, to it was, keep yeah. continuity with that. And so he's there, he's building his little Vader's sand Vader castle. Sand castle. Did you notice yeah. that? It was Vader's castle, the sand castle. And uh would turn up well from the water. <laughs> Another force ghost. Exactly. It's Anakin Skywalker. Anakin voiced by Matt Lanter from The Clone Wars. Yes. Again, keeping in continuity to that when Anakin turns up, it's Hayden Christensen Anakin, not old Anakin. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, he turns up in his snorkel. Snorkel, yeah, sounding like Darth Vader. And he turns up and... Uh, he goes, hey, Finn, it's me, Anakin yeah. Skywalker. I noticed the disturbance in the forest. And then Finn tells him about Obi-Wan. Yes. And uh, this happens twice. It happens twice. Which is a nice joke. Finn says, oh, Obi-Wan told me to, to you know, hang loose and, and live in the moment. Yeah. And then Anakin starts laughing. And he says, well, Obi-Wan said that. And that's done again when the yes. next Force Ghost meets him. But what does what does Anakin advise to, to Finn, who's down and dejected and down on his luck? So Anakin uh, goes to tell a story of a time where uh, he was Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And it's like Palpatine's big celebration. It's Empire Day. Yes. And Palpatine... Is, is up there and he's like, I don't like you know, people with their sparklers and their sandwiches. And yeah, celebrating him. Yeah, fires his lightning in the air and everyone cheers at him. Yeah, yeah. They think he's doing fire. They think yeah. he's doing fireworks. So Vader goes, right, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you on holiday. Take you away from all this. Yeah. And you notice who, who comes around the corner, the blue guy. Do you know who that blue guy is? I don't know who he is. That's Mazameda. Okay. Who's the Grand Vizier of the Imperial <laughs> Senate and he's in the Clone Wars. You might have seen him in the Clone Wars a right. couple of times. As Palpatine's like chief aide and sort of administrative officer, and he's the, the Grand Vizier of the Senate. He's like the second in command. He's like the Speaker of right. the House. He's like the Speaker of the Senate as well. And in, we might actually see him in Andor. True. Because there's rumours that he should be, they'll be turning up in Andor as well, in like sort of Palpatine's place, because they, yeah. you know, they can't get Palpatine, so get the guy who played Mazameda back, which is pretty cool, I'd say. But yeah, nice to see them keeping continuity with the figures as well at this time. Yep. But no, they go there, they go to a nice little planet. They go to there. Scarif, in fact. Yes. Before it was destroyed by the Death yep. Star. Yes, they sit there and they go, oh, oh we've got all this beach to ourselves. Yeah. You know, it was a nice beach. And then um, they hear what well, they, they hear. They hear the music. They hear some music. The singing and the dancing of one. <laughs> who is it? 
It's Vic in, Frank, in, Vic in the show. It's Vic. In, but who is it actually? It's Weird, Weird Al, Al Yankovic. Yankovic. Who is turning up in this? <laughs> yeah. Because why not? Why not get weird? I feel like it was a reference to the saga begins. It must be. Which is the Weird Al song that that goes over the Phantom Menace. Yeah. So I feel like it must be that. It must have referenced that in some way. Even his name. Yeah. Vic Vanko is similar to Yankovic. So he's there. They find out. We go there. He has a competition on. He doesn't does. He? Well, uh, Palpatine gets annoyed and is like, "Right, I'm leaving. We're going back home." And then. Uh, Vic turns around and goes, now it's time, what was that? The, the, because it's the ruler of the beach. The, yeah, the ruler of the beach tournament. Yes. Where they're going to have like volleyball and... Like and limbo and... Limbo and things like that. You know, things you get on, <laughs> on a beach, you know, beach festivities. Yes. And the winner will be crowned the ruler of the beach. Correct. And Palpatine's like, ruler of the beach. That sounds like me. We yes. must win this tournament, Lord Vader. You know, and, I'm getting uh, the Palpatine impression in there. And they do. They and win they everything. they do indeed. They get everything. They win everything. They just they, uh, well, they cheat. Yes. They move the they move the the pole. They get yeah. the lightsabers out. They use the force they on do. the people. They do everything. And uh, they get a little trophy. They get they both get a trophy. Palpatine's got a little trophy. Weird. Then <laughs> Weird Al. Yeah. Is like now everyone gets a trophy. Yay! Yes. And Palpatine's like what? He says, I thought I was going to be the ruler of the beach. Everyone else is. When there's everyone's a ruler, no one's a ruler. Yes. I have to rule the beach. And Weird Al's like, it's a participation trophy. <laughs> Yay. And Palpatine gets sick to his stomach. He does. And does he like, he lightnings the place, doesn't he? Yeah. Lightnings the place up. Yeah, because then everyone then realizes it's Palpatine. Yes. And then they, Which they, they didn't realize before. No. So then, then they have hats on. Was that it? Uh, Vader had a hat on because Vader's hat gets knocked off and then everyone goes, oh, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> because you would. Yeah. Because apparently you would. <laughs> um, and that's essentially Anakin's story is, what does he tell him to do? What, what, what was, I forgot what his message was. Obi-Wan was living a moment. I think Anakin was just enjoy yourself or have fun or something. I forgot yeah, what his story yeah, was. Yeah. I um, thought his message was don't trust Palpatine. <laughs> I was like, well, Palpatine's gone already. He's gone and he's come back and he's gone again. Yeah. And then, How can you not trust Palpatine? Anakin goes away. Yeah. Finn ends up um, back on the ship. Yeah, he takes the shuttle back to the, yeah. the Halcyon. He's back there. He's back in the main room. And we get the final Force Ghost appearance, mm. which is... Which is uh, a nice one. This is probably yes. my favourite. I really like this one out of the three. Um, Princess Leia Organa. Princess Leia, yes. General up. Leia Organa yes. now. And she's there. And she tells a nice little story about... About Finn, uh, about Finn, about Han, about and Han Kylo Ren, and, and Ben Solo, as exactly. he was called. Do you know who voices Ben Solo in this? Uh, I'm assuming not the guy who voices. Kylo not Ren. Adam Driver. No, not Adam Driver. <laughs> okay. They couldn't get Adam Driver back for this. Don't I can't imagine why. Yeah. They couldn't get Adam Driver back for this. But no, the person that voices Ben Solo is Matthew Wood. Oh, Mr. Mr. Grievous. Yes, yeah, General Grievous and the Battle and various Droids. other and various Star Wars Star Wars characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the reason he does this is because he does Kylo Ren basically everything else. Ah. He does Kylo Ren in Battlefront. He does Kylo Ren in all the other Lego segments and all that. Fair enough. So he just does Ben Solo as well as Kylo Ren. There yeah. you go. He just sounds whiny. You don't have to be hard to do Ben Solo. Just go, yeah. Eh. Well, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. And uh, we get a nice little letting go where, where, story. Well, where do they go? They go to a couple of locations. It's Han trying to sort of entertain his son. Yes. By taking him around the galaxy to these various different locales. And yes. Make him interested in what his dad's doing or what his dad's done. Yeah. He, he takes him to where... Um, him. Yes. That's where him and Chewbacca met for the first met. time. Do you remember that? Did you watch Solo, A Star Wars Story? I did not. Okay. Um, it's, oh, this is where me and Chewie met yeah. and Leia goes... It's oh. good. You should watch it. Leia, Leia goes... I might do. We'll um, do that. We'll do that soon. She goes, oh, you know, he, he wants his own adventures and so he decides to book like a holiday tent. Yes, a holiday, <laughs> a holiday camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and we, we get to his place, and this guy turns up, and he's like, "Ah, oh, hello." Mm. Uh, we're I thought going that guy for... was evil. Yeah. When I first saw him, I was like, "You're an imperial spy. You're yeah. someone. You're you're some sort of evil conspirator." Yes. But no, he's just a very crap businessman. Yeah, it's just a bad man. He's just a bad businessman, really. With a, with a, with a daughter. Yeah. Who, who Ben Solo takes to. Takes to yeah immediately. And straight away. He starts hanging out, and there's this guy with a big big forehead. Oh, he's a Syrian. Yeah, yes. he's a Syrian. That's what Kiadi Mundi is. Exactly. Did you recognise that yes. species? Yes, I did. And he's like, oh, I can... What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Yes. I'm surprised they didn't say that. 
And he's like, oh, I, I was, yeah, I was driving my whatever his uh, speeder his bike or whatever, or whatever yeah, around the, around the, the lake on, on yeah. Endor because they go to the forest moon, yes, and they go to this holiday camp. It's not working out very well. No. All the speeders are broken, yes, and he's trying. Uh, ben Solo is trying to romance the daughter of the owner, yes, and her sort of twilight friend by impressing him by talking about the Millennium Falcon, yep. But the Sarian and his guys like, oh, I can fly the Millennium Falcon. Also, speaking of flying things. <laughs> I've managed to successfully construct this speeder bike. Look okay. At that. There you go. Wow. There we are. See? I don't know if you can do these flaps can can move, I guess, or these can move. So there you go. There we are. Speeder bike. And now that's that's the first part. I've got to do this little I've got to construct this e web turret and also build this little snowbank. Nice. So but John John the is that his name? Yes. John the Scout Trooper can now fly his speeder bike. There we go. But no, they, they, they go in the Falcon. They fly past Han Solo and the guy, who at this point um, are, c- are confronting the guy on why yeah. this place is so bad. Yeah, he's having a trouble because this guy's <laughs> place is run down and, and the guy admits to them yeah. that it's the Ewoks. Yes. He says, the, you have good relationships with the Ewoks. I want you to help me yeah. because the Ewoks are ravaging my holiday camp. Well, uh, it's, it's implied that he wanted him to get rid of the Ewoks until yes. he then found out that the Ewoks knew who they were. Yeah. Um, and we're friends with them, yes. Thanks to thanks to the events of Return of the Jedi, exactly. And the fact that C three PO is worshipped, yes, C three PO is a deity. Yes. he's a god to them. And so they're coming up with a plan. Meanwhile, the Falcon flies past. They get up. They get up Ben Solo and they go, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. And it's like, "Ah, oh, we're we're in an asteroid belt, but there's no asteroid belt in space." And they realise it's the Death Star debris. Yes, from the second <laughs> Death Star. Um, so now Ben has his chance. He needs to fly. Fly the Falcon, which is what he's, what he's wanting to do for ages. Hmm. And he does. He flies the Falcon, gets it to land safely. Yeah, that's right. The Ewok problem is solved. They the work Ewok together. The, yes, the Ewoks, who are going to, who are going to kill that <laughs> going man. Going to eat him. Going to eat him alive. Bearing in mind, they, I think, eat the other guy instead. Yes. <laughs> instead. Um, they decide to work together. They, yeah, they eat the Syrian yeah. guy, don't they? They take him off the Falcon and they like... Yeah. Put him away. You're yeah. like, what are you doing? You're going to eat him. You're going to eat him. Yeah. Um, they make Wicket and Wicks. Yeah. Which is what the company's called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're going to business together. Ben Solo gets his kiss on the cheek. Mm. And he flies to Falcon and Leia's essentially just like, hey, you know, sometimes you've got to let people go. Because Finn has said that he everyone's going away and he's, he's, he's worried. Yeah, everyone is going. Um, what was fi- Poe and Rose are going to go, like, do the... New Republic or something like that. Yeah, and Finn's looking for people like him. Finn's looking for other Force-sensitive people in the galaxy, and Ray's going off to the unknown regions to find yes. Jedi temples or something. Exactly. To find old Jedi. So everyone's going away. They're yeah. going on their own paths, and we're not going to see each other for a while. And Finn has booked a holiday so that everyone can be in the same place for one last time. Mm. Um, so later does a thing. Uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi joke comes back again when she appears. Yep, she laughs at the fact that Obi-Wan was having fun. And Which is nice because we get that we get the Kenobi reference. Yes. Knows why why Leia knows Kenobi that well because of the events of Obi Wan Kenobi. Which yes. Is great. Bez. There we are. Look, constructed that eweb turret. Nice. Look, you can fire a little red thing. Right, get ready. Oh wait, no. You got to press this. There you go. Great. Lost that forever that, now. Yeah, that's gone somewhere. Okay. It's just in the studio now. Nice. Um, but th- there, there's a lot of references in this. That there'll be like random quotes or something. Yeah, yeah. That will which, call back. Which Lego pays a lot of attention to that. It does. Which is sweet, and I appreciate the amount of, uh, I appreciate the amount of continuity and the amount of attention that's paid to things like this. And uh, that's essentially the whole. Everyone gets back together. Finn admits that he's he's worried that everyone's leaving, and then it pretty much just ends. But nice. Yeah, they form a nice friendship group. Yeah, they have a big hug. Have a big hug. And then they all realise they must have to enjoy yes. the holiday as a as a team. Yes, and us then, together. And then Lando gives Lando says <laughs> gives a message. Gives a message back <laughs> and says, "Well, well done, everybody. Yeah, pretty Good much. Job. Yeah. And that's the end. That is the end. What a nice little special. Lego is really good at doing these. It is kind of fun little romps for for forty minutes or so, and entertains you when you sat down. I I really like. I can't. I really can't knock it. No, I really good. can't knock it. These Lego Star Wars ones have been. I like how it's seasonal. Yes. You know, you get one every couple, every three months or so. I really can't knock it. Do you have a real rating for the summer vacation, Lego Star Wars summer vacation? I have an idea, but I'm not giving it. Okay. 
Um, I can't remember what I've given the other specials. Right. That we've done before. Like, that, in the, like past. The, the Lego one. The, yes. Uh, it's the Lego. They're all Lego ones. Yes. Um, the Halloween and the Halloween uh, Christmas. and the Christmas one. Um, I think this one's pretty solid. I think I'll probably give it about an 8 out of 10. Right. I was going to go for around a 7 or a 7.5. Okay. But I'm willing to give it a 7.5 if you're going to give it an 8. That's. We'll, we'll go with that. Right. Sound, sounds solid. Yes. But. The next thing which we're going to sort of uh, touch on, give a little, give a little uh, predictions for, perhaps discuss, is Star Wars Andor. Yes. Which was supposed to be out in a few weeks' time. Was supposed yep. to release on August thirty-first, but has been pushed to September twenty-first. Yes, it has. But we have been rewarded for our patience <laughs> by instead of giving us a two-episode premiere, we're going to have a three-episode premiere. Yes. Which, apparently it's going to be like a movie. It's been told to be like a movie. Yeah. It's like three... How much is that? If they're 40 minutes each, that's like in a two hours and a bit. Yeah. It's going to be like a two-hour, two three-hour movie all about Andor. Apparently the first three episodes are like purely... Um, I don't want to say set up. Yeah. But like just getting things moving so you know who everybody is. Yes. I mean, that kind of spoils our first episode finished yeah, off the season. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are we going to do that? But, um, Unless well, we just watch the first episode and just talk about the first episode and then we just watch the... Well, that's what we did for Kenobi. The rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Star Wars, get your get your short TV um, things in check because Kenobi was delayed as well. It was. <laughs> it was. Get your series in yeah, check, come on, man. Star Wars. Sort yourself what out. What are you delaying them for yeah. all the time? Come on. Oh, apparently, this wasn't delayed because of like... The old virus or anything like that. Yeah. It wasn't delayed for any of that reason, or because of the effects or anything. It was delayed because the amount of stuff coming out coming out around this time is too much. Okay. Like House of Dragon comes out. There's the it Game does. of Thrones prequel. Uh, she Hulk is coming out as well. Correct. Um, there's like I, I don't want to say Black Adam or something like that is also coming out, but there's like uh, properties for big studios yeah. are coming out right now in August. So you don't want to clutter the market, and I understand that you want to wait a bit when it's still fresh. So. I can understand that that logic from Lego. Yes, I mean from Star Wars. Yeah, and obviously, if you're if you're of the um, Netflix approach, mm. where they dump a whole season on you, I'm sure having three episodes to watch all at once uh, all at once isn't an issue for people. No, we can just you know just binge half the series it. straight away. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but as for Andor, this yes. takes place again in the interim between episodes. Three and four, which, which is like everything. the favorite period. Yeah, yeah, everyone's doing that. You know what? My saturation. I used to like that era quite a bit. Also, yeah. I finished the snowbank. There we go. There you go. Who who shall I put on it? I'll put this snowtrooper. Nice. He can stand there. I don't know who this one is. I think this was Sarah. It was yeah, one of them. The second one is Sarah. There you go. Look, standing at the standing at the the defenses, and I've completed the set. There we are. Congratulations, me. So it was all I wanted. It was all I wanted and more. Corey, really. It was a great experience, and I feel like I've probably gotten happier throughout the course of this episode because of it. It's been great. I can give you a little bit of a review. It comes with a nice little speeder bike, a two, three snow troopers, and an e-web turret. But as far as Andor is concerned, this is another bridging property between episodes three and four, which a lot of things are nowadays. We're talking Fallen Order, we're talking Rogue One, we're talking probably Fallen Order 2, Star Wars Rebels... There was a lot in this time frame, loads of countless novels, setting up the bridge between episodes three and four, which is a huge time period. You know, the formation of the Galactic Empire, Order yeah. 66, the extermination of the Jedi. Everything happens but in these short, very short, I say very short, 20-year time span. <laughs> yeah. 20, sorry, I've spat everywhere. 20, year, 20 years is between these two films. Because obviously Luke Skywalker has to grow up because he's yes. born at the end of episode three. And he's like sort of 20 by the time of episode four. So it needs 20 years to extend his life so everything can happen in, and get everything set up. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's that time period again. It's and Andor. It's, it's Cassian Andor growing up. Yes. And he says in Rogue One that he was in this fight since he was six years old. He was in the fight yes. for the rebellion against the Empire. At least the benefit with this is, is one, Star Wars is universe is massive so even though you have things set in the same place yeah, you can get can, things in different areas I agree that, with that yeah but at least make it feel like they're separate stories also hopefully um in regards to it being connected to rogue one hopefully we do take a rogue one approach where there's like no one really that you know appears yeah. it's its own separate thing 
that's on new its own. characters exactly doing its own thing because that's one of the things about Rogue One that I loved was there was no one there you knew except for like a couple maybe appearances except for like Tarkin yeah. and Mon Mothma and yeah. sort of the rebel pilots and, and Darth Vader yeah and that's it it was like all the main people were were completely new you didn't know who they were and that was it and then obviously Bill spoilers died Die, yes yeah, um, for Rogue One <laughs> but which will be interesting to watch which will be interesting to watch Cassian yeah Think well, what's going to happen to? How's he going to end up? Because we know he's not in danger because he's in Rogue One. Yes, and and we know neither is Mar Mothma who appears in this it's, as well. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's the Kenobi issue, which is the same thing. Of we know Obi Wan's not going to die because he's in all the films. We know Leia isn't going to die exactly. Either. So that's why you have. We new know the Grand people. Inquisitor's not going to die. Yeah, even though they tried to trick us. Yeah. They tried to trick us <laughs> with the Grand Inquisitor, but no, we're too smart for that. Yes, so that's why they're going to probably bring in some new person and they'll die at the end of the series. Yeah, well, enter Stellan Skarsgård, yeah. who is effectively being that character yeah. for, the, for, the, for the episodes. We see him meeting with Forrest Whitaker's Saw Guerrera. Yes. Uh, we see him on Coruscant meeting with Mon Mothma, played yeah. by Geneva Riley. So Stellan's character is going to Basically, be the founder of the rebellion, or in some way, yeah, in some sort of rebellion, peacekeeper, bring all these factions together. Because it was r- revealed in, in Rogue One that Saw Gerrera's partisans, despite being a very militaristic group and almost sort of bordering on on terrorism, were rebels at yes. a point before they broke away from the established alliance. So we may end up getting the formation of the the, the greater alliance, not yep. so much what they did in Rebels. Because Tony Gilroy talked about trying to keep continuity with Rebels and things like that, and the animated sort of continuity, making sure that that is kept in line for Andor. So there's ways of managing it that doesn't break canon. Despite the fact that Disney is a sort of, I don't want to say playing fast and loose, but canon has been broken before. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things where uh, we'll see how it works out. It'd be nice to get a bit of backstory and to see things happen rather than just being you know told about it it's always nice to see it on screen yes uh, nice to see it appear yeah, Stellan Skarsgård is playing Luthan Rail yes who as far as we know is something like a uh, something like a perhaps senator on Coruscant maybe like an antique stealer or something like that we see yeah. he's got some kind of shop and he meets Mon Mothma and perhaps he goes out to, to start the rebellion by connecting all these groups these all these cells together I'd like to see um, a bit more Saw Gerrera as well. Yeah. He's he's he appeared more. He's appeared more throughout the, he does. Throughout the since Rogue One. We yeah. Came up in Rogue One, um, he was of course first seen in Star Wars: The Clone Wars in season five, fighting for his homeworld of Onderon. Yeah. He was the first, I believe, Clone Wars character. Ahsoka was second to make the transition from uh, the Clone Wars to live action, played by Forrest Whitaker. Correct. Now we've seen him in. We've seen him in. Uh, he'll make his appearance in Andor. He's shown up in, of course, Rogue One. He's shown up in uh, Fallen Order. He is in Fallen Order. And Kashyyyk. Correct. Then we also see him in Rebels. Yes. Season four and season... Uh, no, end of season four. Season three and season four of Rebels. Yeah. So a lot of Saw Gerrera recently, which yeah. is nice for the Saw Gerrera fans <laughs> out there. But we're talking about there could be someone else returning from Rogue One. Oh, yeah? Uh, there's a There's been rumors of Ben Mendelsohn's Orson Krennic returning in some capacity, okay. which I'd love to see because I'm a big Krennic fan. I'd love to see more Director Krennic turning up. He'd probably be at the rank of Lieutenant Commander by this stage. Yeah. And in sort of the preliminary stages of building the Death Star, because the Death Star took 20 years to construct. <laughs> so. I mean, from what I remember of Fallen Order, bearing in mind the last time I saw it was when we did the episode. So you're talking like a year ago, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked Krennic. I thought it was good as the main kind of antagonist of yes. of Rogue One I thought it was fantastic I thought it did a great job again I'd s- like to I'd like to see him but Mendelsohn so is popping around Disney Plus he's going to be in secret I don't want to say secret War, secret invasion or something yeah. whatever it's called the, the, the scroll show with Nick Fury he's going to be in that as Talos so I'd love him to, to turn up in this it would be very interesting if he does keep it under wraps keep it under wraps whether it's don't show him in the trailers yeah whether it's just like a maybe it's, maybe it's cameo just, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe it just that. appears at some you point. Know, just appears in one scene and says um, yeah, a couple of lines. I'd yeah, like that. It'd, be, it'd be nice. It'd be good to see him. What do you think of the, What did you think of the trailer? I'm assuming you're talking about the recent one. Yes, the most recent yes. trailer. Yes. Uh, so when it comes to Andor, I've got it up now. I'm gonna I'm flicking mm. through it for little stills and stuff. Right. Yes. 
um, as with me, um, we always talk about this when we talk about Star Wars, the fact that I'm, um, what's the word? I'm, I'm a layman in terms you of Star, Star Wars. Wars. No, what I think you are is, Corey, you're in between a layman. You know too much than the average person, yeah. but not enough exactly. to be considered a fan. Like, I, I'm a aware... Big, a big fan. I'm aware what Andor is, mm. but I'm looking at this and I'm going... This could go anywhere at this point. Right, okay. Obviously, I'm aware of it. Right, do you have the trailer queued up right now? Yes, it's ri- right in front of me. Right, okay. Here it is. I don't know whether we could, whether we're possibly risking copyright by playing the audio, but we can watch it. We can watch it together if you'd like. I have it up as well. Uh, yeah, just whack it up. Okay, right. You ready? Are you ready? Javit, Javit, uh, I've got it. Up? I've got it in front of me. Okay, it's ready. Three, two, one. There we are. Look at our mountains. All right, so we're starting off with the mountains. Big mountains. We're sort of climbing the mountains there. Exactly, there we are, look. There's that guy's huts. got an AK-47. It's yep. a blaster rifle. <laughs> She's working on some kind of speeder bike, I believe. Yeah, that's And then we look up and we have an Imperial-class yes. Star Destroyer. I go. think that's an Imperial-1 class. It's very close to the atmosphere, along with TIE Fighter Escort, Lucasfilm logo, Star Wars. That is a junk planet yep. that they did some shooting for in England. And I don't. That looks like young Andor to me. It looks like yeah. young Cassian. That's the Imperial Senate. Correct. Pause. Uh, if you look at this, is the Imperial. Senate. This is the prequels. Yeah. This Imperial Senate shot. That yep. drone is seen in the prequels as like a camera drone, or something like that. As you can look to the main sort of plinth there. Yes. That is where people are, th- are thinking they're seeing Mazameda. Yes. You can sort of see a little kind of. But it's really, really faint. I think I'm pointing to what you're pointing yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. The guy, the, there's one person stood there. People are saying that's Mazameda. There is also, and I'm assuming this is whoever's just talking, there's also one little beam of light, which is just pointing yeah, to that Yeah, that's Mon Mothma. That's Mon yeah. Mothma's making a speech. And you can see if you look there, that's the Imperial logo <laughs> the yes. do- in the centre, which yeah. is really cool because that's the first time we're seeing the Imperial Senate. Like We're hearing the new hope that the Emperor has finally dissolved the Imperial Senate by the... By the it's the start of a new hope. So yeah. now we finally see what the Imperial Senate was like, and it was said in Revenge of the Sith that is a practical matter. The Senate no longer exists. Yes, but it's now just kind of used as sort of a political tool by Palpatine to say, "Oh, I can do this because the Senate has, has ratified it." Even though it was, it was just used as like a basically a puppet court yeah. for Palpatine to do what he likes. Anyway, let's continue. Yes. So there we have, um, if you're a Game of Thrones watcher, yeah. the fellow in the white jacket, <laughs> uh, you might recognise him as, oh, what was this character? Kyburn, yeah. Dr. Kyburn from Game of Thrones. I'm just going to look up the, the chap's name. Go I'm, for it. Uh, Anton Lesser is there his name. And he is playing what looks like an ISB official. Because yeah. He's wearing a white Imperial uniform. That's Imperial, I don't know what his rank is. It's a naval rank. But he appears to be some kind of maybe admiral, perhaps. Yeah. Of the ISB, which is the Imperial Security Bureau, which is kind of like their FBI. Continue. And then we have two Imperial officers there. Correct. Taking a drink. Taking a drink. Then we have, that looks like a young Andor to me. Yeah. Perhaps finding some kind of old classic uh, Star Wars setup there. And there he is as an officer from the creators of Rogue One. There he is. There's Stellan Skarsgård turning up. Now these, right, stop on those troops marching. They are not stormtroopers. That's a good enough stop. Have you seen those troops marching? Who are they? I can I can see them. They're not stormtroopers, though, are they? Oh, they're not. They're clone troopers. Okay. They are phase two clone troopers. Live action, white armor. This is like... We saw... There was live action clone troopers in, in, yeah. in Book of Boba Fett. Correct. We saw... And in... And in um, they appeared first in Book of Boba Fett, but they were also in Kenobi, more features in Kenobi. Yeah. There were 501st troopers, live action suits, yes. not CGI suits... And we're getting it as well. Yeah. We're getting phase two clone troopers in Andor, which is great because the Empire did use clones. You watch Bad Batch and you'll know the Empire did use clone troopers to enforce for the early years. So this is what sets the timeline for me, I feel like. Hopefully we'll so, have better aim. Yeah, so there was a time when they... We, it's so weird to think there was clone troopers around the time they were using Imperial-class Star Destroyers and TIE yeah. Fighters, which is so weird. We'll probably get that in Andor. I imagine, Not in Andor. We'll probably get that in Andor and in Bad Batch Season 2, which is yes. coming, I think, in September 16th, I want to say. Maybe. Right, continue the trailer. Yep. So we have... Uh, this is... I, I'm going to go... I'm, I keep pausing it shot by shot. <laughs> but I'm looking at the Death Troopers and this um, woman here. Yes. Uh, nice to see Death Troopers... Coming back. Yeah, they look great. Uh, this woman, I believe, is uh, Denise Gu. Denise Go, And she is playing uh, Dedra Miro, who is a supervising Imperial officer. Yeah. She's also in the ISB, kind of white uh, white uniform and black hat, same as Director Krennic. Even though Director Krennic isn't with the ISB, Director Krennic is with the uh, Special Weapons Division. Yeah. But, 
Anyway, continue. For the Nazis, there those death troopers. Big fan of death troopers. So there's a lot of planetary stuff in that yes. same junk planet shown there. Andor's hanging out on it. This was shot in England. Then we have Stellan Skarsgård talking about the rebellion on September 21st. Yep. They have Stellan on the hunt. He's got his hood up. <laughs> and he's in that, that cool spaceship. There we are. Pause here. Yep. This is the partisan group. That's Ed, that's Edro Two Tubes there. That's his name. The guy with that's the sniper rifle. Yeah, he's, he's called Edro Two Tubes. Great. He's got two tubes coming out his face. Great. And the next wing down there, see that black X-wing? This is the partisan base. So we have the other partisans. And there we have Saw Gerrera. Yes. Wanting war with the Empire. That's what he's, he's always been uh, a resistance fighter. He's been very heavy against with the Rebellion and very... So with his... Yes. Uh, guerrilla warfare. That's what he's into. It's... Again, like we touched on earlier, obviously a lot of people we've seen in Rogue One and stuff. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because we know that mm. we know what happens to him because, because he's not he's not been infected with the Genosian pesticide yet, which ruins no. his insides because that happens in Rebels. And I think this is I don't know whether this is after the events of Rebel season two where he first shows up and get that happens. It might be possible. He's not got the breathing stuff on him, but he's put, he's still he's wearing some kind of suit. Yes. So it's possible that this is after he's and he's sort of. The, the pesticides have sort of taken effect on him. We don't yeah. know yet. But anyway, we'll continue. Shaw Guerrero wants some war. Yes. There we have uh, some kind of imperial riot there, perhaps. Yep. We've got some imperial... I'm just literally pausing every couple of seconds. I apologize. <laughs> We've got some... These guys are wearing what looks like imperial army uniforms, which we saw in Solo with the goggles and the helmet. Yeah. And that looks like an imperial officer stood there in a black uniform. It so is. He's a naval officer. Yeah. And then we have stormtroopers. We can't see the stormtroopers back there. So weird to know... What the timeline's going to be, because there's clone troopers and stormtroopers together. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure there. Anyway, the people are unhappy. Here we have some Imperial gunships. Nice. Which is nice. They look like sort of retrofitted LA-80s, perhaps. There's a Lego set of them if you want them. <laughs> How much are that cost? I, I think it's about probably 20, 25 quid. Oh, okay. I don't know. You get one gunship and you get a speeder bike and you get Sand Skarsgård and uh, okay. Andor. And uh, one of the sort of you see them later, so the officers in blue, dressed yeah. up in sort of um, civilian security uniform officers as well, and along with these gunships. And when you get those gunships, that guy, the ne- literally the guy in the next shot, yeah. who kind of looked like Sam Witwer, but isn't Sam Witwer. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was when I first saw him, but he's not Sam Witwer. He's talking about pockets of fermenting resistance. Now, this is Coruscant. This is Coruscant. Yep. Uh, this is the skyline of Coruscant, which is great to see in live action again. And here we have Mon Mothma. That's a landing Lambda shuttle next to a Zeta-class cargo shuttle there. Yeah. And this is that supervising officer again, who looks really cool. She looks badass. I really like how cool she looks. And I hope she does I hope she does cool stuff. Yeah. And she has to talk about, well, like, are you, a, are you a thief or are you a whatever a traitor or whatever she says. And she looks really cool. I hope she has that sort of director chronicness about her, where she's, like, really wanting that high position. She's yeah. wanting to ascend in the Imperial ranks and get a big... Get a bigger plaque on her chest. I really hope she does cool stuff because she looks like a really intimidating villain. So, and she looks like an on-the-ground villain. I like that as well. There's a scene in Rogue One that got cut where Director Krennic is kind of walking through the battlefield in the water, and his cape is sort of blowing up behind him and stuff. Yeah. And he's got his pistol out, and I really, really like that scene. I was really because the amount of stuff that Rogue One that was cut was just insane. But I hope that this um, supervising officer villain does really good stuff. I continue on. She's, there's an imperial briefing there. Yeah. It looks like it was between the officer in the, uh, the female officer in the white and the guy in grey behind him. Is he also there? There's a couple of black yes. suited officers there as well. Imperial officers. Anyway, Andor's talking to this woman. Yes. And then we have Stellan Skarsgård. And someone says that she's, he's slipping. So his sort of demeanor yeah. of perhaps he's a senator or, a, or some kind of a wealthy benefactor perhaps for the Senate... Uh, meeting with Mon Mothma on Coruscant, and they're conniving to create this rebellion against the Empire, and perhaps his sort of facade of his public facade is is fading. To see him doing more, obviously, I feel like this is how we start. Yes, we see Stellan as this very pu- very public, very popular figure, and then you see that he putting his rings on and wearing his coat and things like that, he's wearing his lavish, yes, uh, his lavish uniform then turns into sort of where he's cut his hair and he's fighting, he's, he's wearing the, the battle jackets and he's he's manning the turret. Yeah. And then we see that immediately after. And they are fighting, 
you can see that there's a little shorts in CGI there. Yeah, Stellan's running the gun. He's yep. fighting TIE fighters. He's blown one up. That, I believe that's a TIE bomber he's just blown yes. up there. And behind, that ship behind him, that cruiser, you may not recognize it, but that is a cut cruiser from Solo. Okay. That is, I believe it's called a... Yes, it's called an Arresta-class cruiser. No, it's called a it's called, it's called a Cantwell-class Arresta cruiser. And those three satellite dishes are meant to be a super laser, but I believe okay. they're retrofitted into like radar dishes. Yeah. If you want to look that up, it's called an Arresta cruiser, and it's a Cantwell-class, and it's basically meant to be kind of like a fighter carrier. So, and it was a cut design from Solo. Okay. As kind of like a superstructure big imperial hauler kind of ship and it appears in this which is really nice because this is his live action debut so go on good job on the arrest cruiser yeah. you know? so anyway he's shot down some tie fighters shot down a tie bomber and then we have another shuttle leaving coruscant i love these big shots of coruscant yes. I hope we got a lot of prequel shots that yeah. look like this then we have mom mothma in the senate there's like that imperial logo there on a senate pod then he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm tr- if, as long as they think I'm a nuisance, it's okay. I recognize that guy. He was in View Vendetta. I don't know what his name is, though. Uh, nice. I recognize him, though. British actor. Yep. I love that closing door shot. I feel like this will be a scene. If Director Krennic has to show up in any scene, it'll be in these scenes yeah. on Coruscant. There's a lot of scenes in the in the Rogue One Catalyst novel where he's kind of preening about on Coruscant, trying to get funding for the Death Star. And I really like if he'd, if he'd show up in a scene like this. Yes. Then we have death troopers yep. doing commando tactics, breaching the doors, big explosions. She's walking on Coruscant, and I feel like Cassian was sent in to be a because he's a spy, he's a yes. rebel spy, he's head of rebel intelligence. So he's going in to like infiltrate the imperial system. I believe feel like to capture something or get some information, perhaps. Yeah. Do you notice a difference with these sets, Corey? What do you mean? A difference with these sets. These sets look a bit different to you. Than what you've seen perhaps in Kenobi or in uh, Book of Boba Fett or in even in uh, even in Mandalorian. Uh, I'm gonna hazard a guess because you're mentioning this that they are either real or they are now CGI or it's a massive 360 thing the Mandalorian used. No, it's real. Okay, they're doing real shots, real sets, <laughs> real locations. They, yeah. they say they're doing the old school Star Wars filmmaking, Good. right? We've gone out of we're sort of stepping away from the pandemic now, or maybe we aren't, or maybe we are. Uh, but we're moving away from the volume. And the volume was great for 2020 filmmaking because yes. it was a massive rotoscope thing where the set all moves around the actor and things like that. And, you know, you're walking on 100 to treadmills or whatever it is. Yeah. So, but this is actual real filmmaking on the ground, on the set, getting your boots dirty, yeah. running in the rain, running in the dirt, running through the explosions, TIE fighters, ships, everything, and or, and or, and or, September 21st. Yeah. What it's going to be said. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Always love a new Star Wars property. Always love checking it out. I love the freshness of a new Star Wars property. Yes. You go, I can't wait to see what surprises it will bring me, what it's going to add to the canon, what we're going to see before. All these new and great references. It's look, It looks fun. It looks like it a nice, looks like a spy, uh, spy espionage action. Yeah. What more can you want from your rebel, from your rebel story in Star Wars? Exactly. But... For the weekly wreck, yep. we have Corey. We do. Take it away. So, uh, we mentioned before, uh, or you mentioned before, mm-hmm. Matt Wood. I did. Uh, I met him. You have met him, yes. Obviously, uh, we mentioned as well, he was in, was in Rogue One, he was in this, uh, yeah. Star Wars, he's been in uh, many various Star Wars properties. Star Wars The Clone Wars, General Grievous. Yes, he's been in all The Souls. Battle Droids. Um, one thing he has also been in. Oh, goodness. Uh... What have you? What have you found? He is 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 a he voices Fire Barons, right? In Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. Do you know what Brutal Legend is? No, I'm gonna have to look okay. this up, Corey. It's a video game, right? Uh, with Jack Black. Nice. It's brutal with an umlaut. Yes. How do you pronounce that? I brutal. don't. I, I assume it's still the same. Okay, I'm right. Anyway, carry on. It's um essentially Jack Black is a like a roadie. So he like helps out with all the band and brings their equipment and lugs it around. What this looks like a fantasy. What is it? It is. So he gets like sucked into this like demon world. Right. And essentially, he plays guitar to go kill little demons. Okay. Um, Ozzy Osbourne appears as himself. 
Okay. As like a mentor randomly. Yes. And Jack Black essentially plays himself and you just go around with a guitar and you play music and riffs. What style of uh Um it's kind of style of video game? Kind uh kind of like an RPG. Mm. It's like a fantasy RPG, but like not like where you get perks right. and it's just a massive world but you go around and you mm. play music and have like guitar duels and stuff. It's really weird, but it's really good fun. So it follows, it's, his character's called Eddie Riggs and yes. he's the world's best roadie for the world's <laughs> worst heavy metal band, which yeah. is called Cabbage Boy. And yep. I quote, there, yes, Ozzy Osbourne does make a he is in it. cameo. Jennifer Hale is in this. Yep. Tim Curry. Yep. It's got, this This is quite a large, <laughs> a substantial <laughs> cast. Oh yeah. The Guardian of Metal, that's yes. Ozzy Osbourne. Yep. Um, so he's in it. You have who does uh, Matthew Woods uh, Matthew Wood voice? Uh, what, it was like Fire. I forgot it was. I think he voices the enemies. I think some right. of the enemies is voiced by him. Yeah, Fire Barons. There you go. Um, you mentioned yep. We've got Tim Curry. Lemmy is in probably this. Wor- probably worked on the film. Um, Pro- yeah, sorry, probably. I probably worked on the game as well. Um, so Lemmy from Motorhead is in this. Rob Halford uh, is also mm. in this from Judas Priest. Uh, Kyle Gass is in this. Obviously, his bandmate. Yeah, it's also in this. There's a lot of people in this. Yeah. Um, it's just a really fun time. It's a bit I'm, of fun. Have you played this yourself? I've played bits of it. Had, not, a, had a good, had a good yeah, go with it. It's fun. I, right. I, I had some time to kill. Stephen Stanton's also in this. Who's voiced um, Tarkin <laughs> and everything. Steve Bloom. Of course, Steve Bloom's <laughs> yeah. in this. Flipping yeah. actor Steve Bloom's in this. Yeah. See, you can't escape Steve Bloom if you're doing a voice actor video game project. Yeah. My goodness. But no, it's, it's just good fun. I've met him as well. I've met Steve <laughs> Bloom as well. You should try and meet all of the uh, Brutal Legend cast. Okay, yeah, yeah, that'll be my mission from now on. Good luck on. with that. We'll go down... <laughs> Uh, Greg Griffin, she was at Comic-Con as well. She was at the one where um, Steve Bloom was at. Greg Griffin was also there as well. And Greg Berger, that's uh, he voices um, Grimlock in Transformers. There you go. And your rating? Uh, 8 out of 10. Wow, strong. Yeah. Honestly, you could have given it a 9. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I've never played it before. I'm, I'm thinking this is the best video game ever made. It's good fun. But that is Corey's Wreck, Brutal yep. Legends. Oh, Brutal Legend. Yes. And we hope you enjoy this episode and you enjoy future episodes of The Real Show. Catch yep. us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and catch and watch our YouTube show at The Real Show, The Real Two E's L Show. So for now, we hope you enjoyed, and it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.